We think of Staff Picks as a daily film festival. Mm-hmm. So just as film festivals consider how their films are going to play next to each other in a screening, we basically think about that too. Sky, you are a video journalist. You are the founder of the Video Consortium, a group of video journalists and documentary filmmakers. So you like are obsessed with videos, but our guest today might like videos more than you, if that's possible. I don't think that's possible, Jenny. I I think think she might. (laughs) Her job is to watch videos all day and she might decide to put them on Vimeo staff picks. A different kind of love of videos, so to speak. So to speak. She's a critic of sorts. She's a critic. Her name is Megan Oretsky, and she is a curator on Vimeo staff picks. And also just a generally lovely, lovely human and kind human being, yes. which is, you know, in the media these days. <laughs> Rare. <laughs> Rare. And for context, Jenny, maybe we should explain Vimeo if there are any non-super film nerds who are listening and also Vimeo staff picks. Yeah. So Vimeo is similar to YouTube, but it's a little bit more, would you say, highbrow? Yeah. Yeah. It's like for film people. It's for film people. Video people. Also, the player itself is cleaner and it's just a kind of more elegant, like aesthetically pleasing. Yeah experience it's a refined youtube yes well said jenny well said and then what are staff picks so staff picks is a channel on vimeo and it's curated by a team at vimeo and megan has been at vimeo for five years and and on that team for quite a long time so she she had the ins and outs of how a video ends up on staff picks what they're looking for Mm -hmm. and she gave some like really insider tips like things you would not hear about unless you listen to this episode and you know just we should add that staff picks are kind of the most prestigious awards a video on the internet can get so to speak um so you know when a filmmaker gets a staff pick on their video it's a really big deal they don't just dole them out I'm very curious to hear all of the secrets and mysteries of Vimeo staff picks. So this is very exciting. And you've been staff picked more than once. I have. It was extremely, extremely exciting. Yeah. So with that, uh, let's dive into Megan Oretsky from Vimeo staff picks. at Vimeo for a while, right? Yes, I have. I guess a while in the tech world, yeah. Five years? Yes, five, five years. years. Oh, okay. uh-huh. wow. Yeah, right in the nose. Yeah. Where'd you get that? I don't know. I didn't even that? look at your LinkedIn. I just, I just made that yesterday. Oh. I feel like it's important. We should add each other. Yeah, we should. Now we should connect. We've worked together professionally, yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> we should make a professional connection. So you've been there for five years. How has short form video changed in that time? Oh, my goodness. I mean, the craft has gotten so much more clear and crisp and beautiful. Cameras, lenses have evolved so much since then. And so 
I mean, I haven't always been on the curation team. Actually, for the first two years, two and a half years of my time at Vimeo, I was on the community team. Um, so I can't really speak to that time as much, even though I was always watching videos constantly like crazy. But I can say even since two years ago that our expectations have gone up as far as craft goes. Um, but stories, storytelling remains just as strong as when human beings first began telling stories to each other. Like I, I feel like the stories we tell each other are always going to be powerful does that make sense yeah like okay. the gear has changed the yes the actual like quality of the product has changed right. but, but the, the need to connect with another human emotionally is always going to be the same and I hope it's always the same because then we'll keep telling each other stories and you and I will have jobs and like yeah. a reason to live in general <laughs> yeah, stories are very important never yes. forget that yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it's interesting you bring up the quality of the video because Vimeo I feel like is so known to have these very high quality, especially staff picks. Thank it's you. It's like it's got this particular kind of look about yeah. it. So what exactly are you and your curation team like looking for in a staff pick? Okay. You know, it's a big question. It is a big question, but I am prepared. Okay. I actually, I came with a list for you and <laughs> I also have notes. Yes, I do have <laughs> notes. And I also came with some examples of videos we've staff picked that perfectly encapsulate exactly what we're looking for in each example. So um, all right. Number one, it's pretty predictable. Um, originality is key. Mm -hmm. Originality, really important. Even though we're, we've been telling each other stories for thousands of years, some of them have a way, some people, some filmmakers have a way of telling stories in a different way than we've ever heard it before. So um, how unique is the style and story? Is this a new voice or a perspective that we haven't heard before? Is the filmmaker taking risks that challenge the form and push boundaries? For example, a really good, super original short is a film called Ad Man, which we just staff picked the other day, actually. It's the story of a man's life as told through a series of commercials. So, for instance, when he's moving into a new apartment after college, he's video chatting with his mom. And then at the end of that scene, like Telemark Communications comes up and it turns out that it, it was an ad for uh, a video recording company. Mm -hmm. And then from that, you move on to the next scene, which is him moving into his new job and as a new employee. And he's too busy staring at this cute girl in the office that he runs into a vending machine. And that's a commercial for peanuts. <laughs> and like each scene of his life is another commercial. It's such a unique idea that we've never seen. And honestly, I was kind of shocked that we'd never seen it. But it's unique. And it was also so perfectly done. Like the craft mm -hmm. is on point. Production values are like A+. Plus. It's just so funny. So you're kind of looking to be like caught off guard or something unexpected. Totally. Like. Yeah. Honestly, what I look for most of all is do I forget that I'm watching a film? I think that's what everyone looks for when they're they're sitting in a movie theater for like an hour and a half watching a feature film and you forget and you become the character or you get totally immersed in the story and that is exactly what I'm looking for when I'm watching a short, as short as it is, even if it's two or three minutes or it's like 10 minutes as Adman is. Do you have like a standard as far as the quality of the film? You know, I've seen like some great short content on the internet that's like cell phone footage mm -hmm. or like it still has a great story, but it's yeah. shot like the footage is shaky or, uh -huh. um, or maybe it's a blog or a vlog. Yeah. Do you have like a floor in terms of the quality? No, not necessarily. We have... 
We have kind of an axis or two axes where one axis is quality of the film like craft and the other axis is storytelling. And there's mm-hmm. some films that have amazing craft and the story is just kind of like it's good. But the craft is really what is catching your eye and making you go like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Whereas some have not so amazing craft and have an incredible story. Like there's one film that we just premiered, Staff Pick premiered called Phone Story by Mishka Kornai. It's from the point of view of a phone of this young teenage kid as he grows up and, like, has a crush on a girl and, like, goes through puberty. And obviously that was all shot on a phone, which is crazy. Like, and it's not amazing craft necessarily, but that's sort of part of the story because it was shot on an iPhone and he's addicted to his iPhone, as all Mm -hmm. teenagers are and as, like, we are too. Mm -hmm. Um, But... That's that's something that we staff pick premiered, which is a big step up from a staff pick. Actually, that means that we all really love the film. And yeah, so definitely um, if it's like amateur quality, I guess, craft wise, it can absolutely be a staff pick. And it sounds like with that example, like the use of the phone was a creative choice. One hundred percent. What is the selection process like? Are people sending you videos and you're just mm-hmm. parsing through them? I, I assume that your email inbox is like insane with people being like, Pick this one for Vimeo stuff. Yeah. Or do you kind of recruit videos? What is that like? That's a good question, too. We get that question a lot. Actually, wherever we have an inbox, it's not even just email. We get messages there being like, I know you get this message all the time, but can you please look at this? And I've been on that side of things, too, where I just want someone to listen and hear me. But I don't think that's the best way to get a hold of us. Um, there are a bunch of different ways that we find videos. So we have a tool called the Trending Feed, which our developers made for us. It's a tool that tells us what films have been getting traction in the past 24 hours. So if you reach a certain threshold, which I can't actually say what the threshold is, but if you reach that, then you show up on this list that we actually check every single morning. So one On per- Vimeo specifically, on not Vimeo. just like on the internet. No, no, no. It's on Vimeo. It's a Vimeo tool. It's a Vimeo page. You can actually see the videos that are trending on www.vimeo.com slash watch. So those are some of the films that we've gone through and curated. That's not all the films that come through the feed, but we make sure that ones that we like are there. And then we also look through those to see if there are staff picks. Mm -hmm. So that's the trending feed is kind of a testament to how important it is to get people to rally around your film. So the more people are engaging with the film, whether that's through comments or likes, um, the more likely it is to end up on the trending feed and also to end up on our actual home feed on the Vimeo page because we follow every filmmaker who's ever been staff picked. So when that staff pick person um, likes something or comments on something or is credited in something, that shows up on our feeds. So that's another mm-hmm. thing. Like if you know someone who's been staff picked, um, ask them to like your film. Or, I don't know. That, that's a hot tip right there that we don't that tell everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you're saying like, I trust this person's judgment. Yeah. So I'm going to immediately flag whatever they're interested in. Yeah. I mean, we can watch every single thing that shows up in our feeds. So we might, I don't know, I might scrub through a little, mm-hmm. a little bit yeah, as, yeah. as we have to, honestly, because yeah. thousands of videos are uploaded. And also there are so many other ways that we find films. Like we have independently curated video channels on the site. So people that just go on the site to watch videos and the ones that they love, they put in their own channel. Like there's one called Bang and Media TV, which we find a lot of awesome music videos through. Um, Everything Animated has um, incredible animations in it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are off-site curators 
authors like Jeff Hamada does Boom. Maybe you've heard of it. So great. It's an what is art Boom? blog. Can you explain it? Boom. It's it's an art blog of like stuff that he thinks is amazing. It's mm-hmm. Boom. It's not B O O M. It's Boom with like eight O's and then M at the end. If you haven't heard of it, you have to check it out. It's wonderful. It's been around for a long time and he has amazing taste. Um, And then there's also Cartoon Brew, which is a bunch of animations. Um, Those are all so good. Check that uh, frequently. Motionographer for videos with top-notch motion design. More things that we look for or we look at is obviously social media. Um, We have a list of like 1,300 prominent filmmakers on Twitter that Sam, our former lead director, had been following. Like, it's sometimes, even if it's not on Vimeo, like, we want to share it there. So, like, bring that to my attention, honestly. If, like, you know that I'm following you or you have been staff picked, but it's not on Vimeo, please let me know because I want, we want it to be on Vimeo. We want you to have exposure. Okay, you all heard that. Let Megan know. <laughs> yes. At Megan. But please not through my messages okay. on Instagram because I, I <laughs> can't answer them. Instagram. Please don't. Yeah. Okay. One of the places you start is the Vimeo trending page. Yes. How does somebody get traction on their video on Vimeo? Is it purely like it's a great piece of content and people take notice or how do you mm-hmm. like get your content out there? Yeah. I think you just use whatever tools are available to you. I mean, social media being number one. That's a really good and hard question that people ask me all the time. Like, you just have to rally people around it. And, I mean, we don't just look for the trending feed. Like, there's also way more things on this. So we go to uh, a lot of festivals every year. So I went to 10 festivals last year, which is crazy. I'm going next May, or this May. I'm going this May to Off uh, Design Festival in Barcelona. And then the next week... My colleagues, Jeffrey and Ian, are going to Cannes. And then I think that same week or the next week, Ian Durkin is going to Mountain Film in Colorado. Wow. So like once, usually, like almost once a month or every other month, we go to a festival. So we're always, we're watching every short that's there. And some of the time we're on a jury. So we literally have to watch every short that's there and like think about how great it is. Uh, Can we just pause for a second to acknowledge that you have the best job (laughs) in the world? Like how many hours a day do you just sit and watch videos? (laughs) Some people would think that's a nightmare, but it's my dream job. And I, I was so persistent for, I worked so hard for this job. I just put my foot in so many doors and was like, Hey, look at me in such a sometimes embarrassing ways, I think. And (laughs) it eventually worked, but it is a really fun job. I do a lot of video watching. But there were some people before I got this job that I told them I wanted it so badly that they were like, you just want to sit and watch videos all day? That sounds awful. And I'm like, what? No. I get to absorb human stories all day. Yeah. I get to feel these feelings that people are trying to make me feel so that they feel more human and more alive. And that is so, is such a blessing to me to yeah. just like be pulled down into reality on a daily basis and like see the beauty of life through their eyes. That sounds like so sappy, but (laughs) no, it sounds wonderful. It's really, it's really great. And it's great also that it's not feature films. If you have a short attention span, it's just like little blips of like a laugh or something to make you cry or something sappy, make you think of your mom or (laughs) it's a wonderful job. Yeah. No, it sounds like a dream. So other ways to get on Vimeo staff. Okay. Yeah. So one way is to get into a festival. (laughs) That's the way because we go to a lot of festivals and social media. 
I guess I did go through the whole list. So I'll just go through it like really simply again. So our trending feed. So rally people around your film. Staff pick filmmakers, what they like and what they're credited in and what they upload shows up on our feed, which we check all the time. Look for a channel that has a lot of followers or just message a bunch of channels that are focused on the genre that your film falls into message them and say, would you mind featuring this? Because there's a likelihood that we're following those channels and those will show up on our feed. Um, Offsite curators, Boom, um, Cartoon Brew, Motionographer. And we are going to link to all of these in the show notes. Yeah. Like I always tell people, look up blogs, popular blogs that cover your genre in particular and reach out to them. Because the more likes you get, the more likely you are to end up in our trending feed and the more likely you are to end up on our home feed. And so we're undoubtedly going to see your work. So, so bottom line is get just as much hype yeah. around that video as yeah. possible. And, and that's good for you in the, the right end. type of people too. Yeah. 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 Put it on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Put it everywhere. Can you talk about some like unusual choices? Like some videos where you were like on the fence or just something kind of out there that just was sort of an unorthodox oh, yeah. choice. I love this. I love this question <laughs> <laughs> because those are the ones sometimes that I get the most excited about because yeah. I want to see how people are going to react to it. So I have two examples for you in my head. So one is called Human Fountains that kind of went viral a little bit actually. It's just four dudes. I think they're teenagers. They are in robes on a tennis court and they just came with water bottles. There's like no dialogue water bottles and they become human fountains and they're just fountaining at each other and they have this sort of like choreographed um, move to them like sometimes it's like synchronized swimming but on a tennis court sort of but it works okay it really works and it was the kind of thing where in the we used to have an office where it was just like us in a hive discussing all day deliberating watching like it was very often quiet in there mm-hmm. but when it's not quiet it's not quiet and <laughs> when human fountains came along we were like oh my god this is amazing we had it on our tv um <laughs> this is so incredible and we're like we're gonna staff pick this hell yeah we are <laughs> i don't like it it's not the craft is not amazing like there's not really a story it's just so funny and weirdly brilliant and it just works yeah um and then another one which is one of my favorite chores of all time I wasn't on the curation team when I first saw this um a friend of mine showed it to me he was friends with the filmmaker or he'd seen it at a festival and I saw it and I cried laughing it is called The Procedure it's by Calvin Reader it actually won the grand prize I believe, at Sundance. I don't know what year, but it blows my mind that it won. And it it makes me so happy that a jury just sat around and was like, okay, of all the shorts that play this year at Sundance, this one wins. I can't talk about the plot um, because that would give it away. But I can say that if you have an issue with butts, don't watch it. <laughs> what kind of issue? Um, if you If you don't like gross out, humor I, I don't think anyone's grossed out by butts okay cool I mean I'm sure then go for someone, it please but... go for it because it's so amazing it's so incredible there are endless unusual videos that it's those are some of the best moments in in the office when all of us are discussing films like we'll find something that's so weird that it just 
it just works. And it's just so fun to share it with our community and to see how they react to it. Um, have, have your commenters ever been like, what the fuck? Oh, absolutely. And those sometimes are the most fun, honestly. Yeah. Can you give a couple of examples of Vimeo staff picks? Let's keep with nonfiction examples that just really took off after being listed. Yeah, that is also a great question because a plug for Video Consortium. Hi, Sky. I love you. <laughs> I was at a Video Consortium event. I think it was winter of 2017. And someone had curated the film Coke Habit by Dress Code. And it's a black and white and red animation about a guy that was addicted to Coke. But it wasn't the drug. It's Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. And it's just such this incredible animated documentary about his journey through the withdrawals of of not drinking like 10 cokes a day and just like the havoc that you can wreak on your body when you drink that much soda and apparently dress code had submitted it to south by southwest and sundance and multiple festivals and they didn't get in and they were really bummed because this was like a personal project they put a lot of love into and then i saw it at video consortium i was like this is amazing i went up to him and i was like what is your release uh, what are your ideas for releasing this film? And they were open to a staff pick premiere, which is a big step up from a staff pick where we um, write a blog post about the film. We do a Q&A with the filmmaker. We do social posts and, and special design for it. We put it in prominent places on the site and we guarantee a lot of plays for it um, in the first couple of weeks even. But this film took off after it became a staff pick premiere. And right now it has 422,000 plays and actually, Dan gave us a quote that was really nice. Um, he said it's gotten into a lot of, it's gotten a lot of press. It won a Webby, which is amazing. Oh, wow. Best animation at the One Screen Film Festival. Screened at a lot of other festivals, including Seattle uh, and the American Documentary Film Festival. And they've gotten a lot of ad jobs from it, just from people seeing the film and staff picks. Like, that is also something so gratifying about staff picks is that I will hear from someone that's like someone who uh, worked on Saving Private Ryan, like this big, these big names like called me to have a meeting in L.A. because they saw my film on Staff Picks or I got a job teaching at this university because they'd seen. Well, not specifically because of that, but that helped them like mm -hmm. that's a huge thing that they can put on their resume um, and in their portfolio that just gives them a huge boost up, not just for their life in the film world, but just in the art world in general, people recognize what a staff pick means. Definitely. Um, yeah. This is a big question, but what do you think constitutes like a good film? I mean, we talked a little bit about that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I know it's something that like Sky and people at VC talk about when they're judging like applicants for screeners is, mm -hmm. and I mean, it's such an, a subjective thing, like what a good film is. Mm -hmm. It's so subjective. So like, what is your take on that? That's a great question. It's like the question, what makes art good? <laughs> yeah, like, that's basically what I'm asking you. <laughs> people, sometimes people tell me that I have a talent for curating and I'm like, I, how is that a talent? It's just a taste, you know? Yeah. I mean, do you think curation is like an art in itself? Oh, I, I do. Because yeah. I, I was a DJ um, for three years in college and there's a certain way that you arrange music together and I feel like as a curator on the staff pick team I'm making video mixes I'm thinking about we are all thinking about 
um, how videos play next to each other. They look good together. Like, do they make sense together in this collection? But as far as something being good, honestly, it's like what I said before, when you lose yourself in it, that is a surefire. This is great. And I think other people would like this. It's also kind of a sense too. Honestly, I've never said this before, but I think when when you're an introverted person, when you're an observant person and sensitive, you kind of get a and get an idea what other people like and and what they'll respond to. I I think when you have that feeling like this is something that I want to share, that's what makes something good. And that is something that we definitely look for when we're um choosing videos for staff picks. Is this something that a viewer would want to share with their friend or family or yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, shareability. I hate yes. that word, but that that's a is good a word. term yeah. um, that we use in the digital media world. Mm-hmm. Like that's something we talk about a lot at now this too, which is mm-hmm. like, does it evoke emotion? Would you share this with? Yes. Cause that's really what makes people share things is something mm-hmm. that makes them feel. Yes, something. exactly. Yeah. It um, all comes down to feelings. It all comes down to, to emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about Vimeo staff picks as a collection. Mm. I've always thought about them as like one-off picks. I yeah. never even considered that you would have thought about what, how can we like form this collection of mm-hmm. films into one thing and mm-hmm. how they kind of work together like, like an album would maybe. Yeah. We do arrange them by genre as well. We do separate them into categories, those being action sports, animation, comedy, documentary, drama, eye candy, music video, and travel. So they do fit into different categories. But especially we, we like put them in the staff picks collection and then we further categorize them with best of the month every month. Mm-hmm. And then we further categorize those with best of the year. So, yeah, they should be cohesive in some way. I'm, well, quality. In quality. Yeah, yeah. They should be cohesive <laughs> in quality. Exactly. We think of staff picks as a daily film festival Mm. so just as film festivals consider how their films are going to play next to each other in a screening we basically think about that too like if you were to just sit down and watch film after film we would hope that there would be variety in genre like we're not going to put two really long documentaries next to each other two long dramas next to each other we want it to be if you were to sit down and watch each of them side by side Mm -hmm. that you would be entertained and and want to come back to see more amazing films because what we want ultimately is exposure for these really incredible filmmakers that are part of our community thanks so much for listening Rough Cut is hosted and produced by me, Jenny Butler. Our theme music is by Zach Wright. Our design is by Adam Glucksman. The podcast is co-produced by Sky Dillard Robbins, who's the founder and executive director of the Video Consortium. And all of our guests and the people who made this podcast happen are in the Video Consortium. And for the filmmakers who are listening, we'd love for you to check us out and maybe join. So the Video Consortium is a creative community of the world's top nonfiction filmmakers and video journalists. We're all based throughout the world, but we have chapters in New York, LA, San Francisco, Washington, DC, Paris, and a bunch more coming soon. You can visit us at videoconsortium.com and find us on all of the social things. And if you're in one of our chapter cities and want to attend an upcoming monthly gathering, which are secret parties slash screenings of sorts, just shoot us an email. 
info at videoconsortium.com. And if you want to learn more about Rough Cut, you can visit roughcutpodcast.com and maybe shoot us a note. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. 